Welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. I'm going to say that this is a um, micro special edition episode. It is the Jasmine Show <laughs> this week. Welcome. Uh, welcome to the, the Minds of Two Cancers. Strap <laughs> it. Are you ready? It's been a minute. How have you been? What's been your highlight? What's been your challenge? You, uh, yeah. I'm like, you can start off. <laughs> okay. Uh, my highlight is that I'm back in grad school after taking a leave of absence for bereavement. And pup, 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 period. Doing it, doing it. So I will officially be finished. I'll be a licensed therapist in these streets next summer. Period. Uh, yeah, and I'm ready to just cut up. And now uh, I feel like the last six months I've been on this cusp of change. And you can get wrapped up in school and life and paying bills and mm-hmm. everything that comes with that. And it's like, no, like I am, uh, the reason I started school was to change my life. And I am one summer away from doing that. So uh, that is scary, but yet exhilarating at the same time. Uh, That's definitely a highlight. I went ahead and reached out to my professors uh, because of course the subject of suicide is prevalent uh, with everything that we do. And so I'm Mm -hmm. currently taking psychopharmacology and crisis and trauma response. And so of course, suicide is wrapped up in both of those topics. Uh, reaching out to your professors, uh, letting them know if you're in my position or something similar, just let them know what's going on with you. Especially mm-hmm. if you're in school online, don't get uh, caught up in being a number in the system. Yeah. Advocate for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Just that simple. I tell my students to do that all the time. And so as a student, uh, I did that. So um, it was rough getting my footing back in just with juggling mm-hmm and being a student for the first time, really. Um, I turned in some things late, but like I tell the kids, it's better to take a late grade than a zero. Right. Don't be a zero. Um, (laughs) (laughs) And I would say just my challenge has been really my eating habits. I really need to kick this Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle that I've had since COVID and like- Like who? Why are you talking about the DoorDash? I stopped DoorDashing so much. Now I'll get my ass up and actually go get the food. (laughs) She's. But I have a freezer full of stuff that, like, Mm -hmm. I need to cook or like it's freezer burnt. So what am I really doing? Yeah. My family. I have two family trips to Mexico and Thailand this year. Oh. What are we doing? You trying to feel this way and leave in the U.S. Or mm-hmm. now, so yeah. those are the talks I'm having with myself. Yeah, <laughs> period. We'll be having those conversations. Yes. Did I have a Whataburger last night? If you're from Texas, you understand. Yes, I did. Whataburger is just don't basic. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, In and Out is 
gross. So we can, you know. Is gross? Yes. Okay. What's trash about In-N-Out are those fries. Well. So I just feel like that discounts everything. If you're a burger place and your fries are trash, how can I trust you? That's like going to a Mexican restaurant and their chips and salsa is trash. While you have an opinion, (laughs) (laughs) it is yours. (laughs) So, (laughs) because the way them grilled onions be smelling up in my nose, honey, she's gonna get a little lettuce wrap because she's back into it. Yeah, yeah. So, that brings me to my highlight. My highlight is that I am back in that mode. I have, I'm day 20 of my workout challenge out of 30. And she's making progress. She's tracking her meals. She's being honest about what she's tracking and making it happen. And so I really love when I'm like in it because they had um for social workers month they gave out lunch for our pd and it was a burrito chicken burrito rice and beans like they had everything okay honey and i like that <laughs> yeah what you do and there was no carb day and so i stayed to mm-hmm. my meal prep and ate my salad And I was like, you know, I'm proud of myself because in the past I was incapable (laughs) of holding myself accountable. I mean, just absolutely just is donuts. Let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So that has been good. Um, Also, I came into my office on Friday and there was like a nice gift on my desk because it's social workers month. And it's from, it was from a assistant principal that I really don't interact with. So I was just like, (laughs) okay, thank you. I appreciate that. And then my coworker gave us gifts. And so I also got some stuff that I'm going to give everyone. I got, um, some coloring books, some social workers coloring books. So there was a black social workers one. So I bought that one for myself and my coworker. Um, But then there was just a regular like sarcastic, snarky social workers coloring books. I'm going to give that to them, some coloring pencils. I'm going to go to Bath and Body Works, get some like um, stress relief, hand sanitizer. And, you know, just here, you know, I appreciate you. So no. That and I'm like, somehow, some way, I finished. Let me double check my Goodreads. I finished 17 books. (laughs) Right. I finished two books this month already. So she's back in her mode. (laughs) And I've been fighting to get here. So it feels good to be here. Um, a challenge that I had this week was just that, you know, Janae's in daycare and she's always sick. (laughs) She's always sick. Like, wow. So last week we ended up having to, well, no, last week she went to school. I had cramps. 
And this is this is what's important, y'all. I want y'all to check the expiration on your medication. I want you to check it. <laughs> and don't be like me because I took some medication for my cramps around four in the morning when I got up to work out and I got to work and it still hadn't hit. And I was like, what's up? Like I'm in pain. I'm actively in pain. I had to leave work early because I was like, I can't do this. I need to just lay down. My medication was from 2021. Okay. 2023. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, could you have taken double the dose? Bitch. Wait, what? You know, you know what you could have done? Just go to Target and get some um, not expired medication. The other day I cut myself and I was on, I happened to be on the phone with my mom. And I was like, man, my alcohol is was like expired in November. And she was like, no such thing. And well, alcohol. Returned, so <laughs> it'd be like that. And if the big adult said that, then. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah, just not feeling well. That was my challenge. And I feel like my uh, attendance has just been a mess. And what can I do about it? Because <laughs> I have a kid. Um, so it is what it is. But I've been feeling good. I've been doing a lot of good work in the schools. Somebody's mom that I, I mean, relative that I was talking to on the phone told me, and I quote, please tell your mom God bless you for having you, Aww. end quote. And I was like, um, I'm a cancer, so do you want me to cry right now or 10 okay. seconds? Because <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> um, so that was just nice just to be like validated and things like that and know that people see the work that I'm doing. But y'all know. That I love to put people onto new things that I am reading, working out to, listening, watching, all of that. So it's let's like, go ahead and put the people on to new new. What's new with you, boo? I I'm just gonna keep it short and sweet. I'm on spring break. <laughs> I'm out here. And Period. So, yeah, one I get why teachers get summers off and breaks because it is a lot, uh, but it is dope. Mm -hmm that I have a week off built into mm -hmm. the schedule and that I will still be collecting a check mm -hmm. in summer. Uh, yeah, I just, I'm psyched. So I'm going to take advantage of this time and actually get ahead on my schoolwork for grad school because I can see it's a struggle turning things in on time. So it's like, let's just go ahead and do everything this week. And yeah. I'm just writing out these last six weeks this last report card and we're going to wrap it up period set yourself up for success yeah well mine y'all know that i've been reading about a kindle yeah. and i love it i got the kindle paper white yeah. so it looks just like a book I'm going to show the people that watch us on YouTube. All seven of y'all. Woo-woo. <laughs> this, this is 
the dark mode, you know, so you can read at night and not have that bright light. But I love it. Um, they they made us well. We don't have to do supervision at lunch anymore. So I was bringing it out for that because I'm like I'm gonna make the time pass, you know. But regardless, that's that's bay. We went to the nail shop. I wasn't struggling trying to have my book open. I was like, this is it. Mm-hmm. So I love going to the bookstore. I love having the physical books, but I also love that Kindle because I could get my book in two seconds. $3.99 instead of $12.99 at Target, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so, I feel like I read quicker on my- Way faster. Yeah. And I- it defined the words. Yes. Yeah. Translates like, what more do I need? Yeah, yeah. And it's something about that paperweight because I, um, I ended up getting like a. I don't have an iPad, but it's a little mini tablet, and mm-hmm. it's just not the same on a tablet like it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like I'd be reading faster. I read a book in a day. Damn, that shit was good though. It's called The Housemaid, y'all. The Housemaid. Woo! Is that a is that a book? Well, we was talking about um reality TV and how it can be addicting. Yeah. And how people can misuse it i'm like is that how i want to say it like using it as a means of like figuring out how to interact with people so a lot of the students that i work with have zeus and i was i was telling jasmine i was like you know zeus could be so great if it wasn't zeus (laughs) No, straight up. It's like a black owned and operated network. Um, Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, all that it offers is trash. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because the whole Jocelyn's Cabaret, it it has, that's what I paid for Zeus for is to have access to that. And it has such the potential to, it's like someone- Actually be something. (laughs) Someone somewhere, I guess, gave the pitch, I'm assuming, and it can. It could be, you know, taking strippers, squirrels, and uh, they be calling each other prostitutes. And I'm sure there's some of that going on. 403s. Yeah, or like like the bottom bitch culture. Right. I like looked that shit up. I was like, no, what the fuck is going on? But I <laughs> now. And so it it's an opportunity to where Jocelyn is in a position to where like I can help you find some independence and mm-hmm. pivot this or right. the possibility that you can pivot if you so choose to. And instead of that you see, in my opinion, Jocelyn uh, keeping the cycle of going, yeah, of, of that abuse. Yes, abuse. yeah, and um, 
and I understand that there it's a cultural thing. Like it's just it's some facets of life that some of us aren't going to be exposed to. But mm-hmm. the good thing I that we can say, like Zeus is exposing us to that. There's things that like I just wouldn't have known, you know what I mean? <laughs> Man, is it it's so riveting to watch, you know what I mean? I do like the uncensoredness of it, right? Like, show me the full fight. You know, are there some titties flying around? Sure. There are a lot of, I mean, the first episode, just (laughs) but I snuck it. (laughs) I said, oh. You know what I mean? If you're going to sneak off on somebody, then chances are your boobs going to fall out. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like that. It does. And I have access to Zeus. Shout out to my best friend. (laughs) Um, But I watch it because one, like that escapism. So the work that I do is rough. You know, I'm hearing all kinds of shit and I'm helping people navigate that and process it. And so sometimes I just want to watch something that is mindless and it tends to be like baddies or bad boys club, (laughs) you know, Um, all that ratchet shit. Because I was like, okay, these people are famous on the shade room for something. What is it? Yeah. And I don't follow the shade room or anything, but people do be sending me stuff. And so I'm like, who did what with who? Like what's happening? Yeah. So, you know, I watch it because also my students watch it and I want to see what they are exposing themselves to. And that helps me to understand why they navigate and operate the way that they do and why they're so ready to pop off. Right. So. Representation matters. Right. And that's the kind of representation that I don't want them watching because that's that's what life is like for them. Yeah. No, that is wild. I watching Zeus as an adult is it's a different lens, right? Especially someone with a psychology background. I tend to watch reality TV and I'll be real quick to like psychoanalyze. Girl, you're really doing this because two episodes ago you said, and you know, real quick to do. Um, but to navigate that as an adolescent, I, I mean, your brain, and also, can we also mention the fact that their brain's not fully exactly right? So they don't know what the fuck is what, um. And so, yeah, so I like, we just, I mean, yeah, the I would say the ratchetest thing we had on TV when we were their age was Flavor of Love, you know? And, and like, Bad Girls Club. And Bad Girls Club, yeah. I didn't start watching that until college is when I was put on to that. Um, yeah. But then again, in college, it's like you're drinking, you know. Which is right. Bad. You was on Bad Girls Club. <laughs> right. Bunch of little daddy issues in one house. No media to keep themselves occupied but unlimited alcohol mm-hmm. what's bound to happen mm-hmm. yeah there yeah. was also the real world to show us bad choices <laughs> right and i was like okay this kind of boring you know but yeah. yeah there was a couple seasons that i did get into um what was so flavor love was like the first reality show that you watched 
that I can recall. Yeah. Definitely the first reality show that I'm watching all the way through. That's mm-hmm. Reunion. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah. When did, I'm trying to think like when did like basketball wives and stuff like that come out? Cause I remember watching that because Drea was on it and I was like, oh, she's so cute. And, you know, I want to dress like her. So let me get some fashion inspo. Um, but then also I would, the first kind of reality shows that I was watching was the white ones, like the Hills on MTV, oh, Laguna Beach. Yeah. Your neck of the woods basically, right? Yeah, because I live in Orange County now, so <laughs> yes, but um, did it come out until April 2010? So I was a senior then. Which one? Uh, Basketball Wives, that first season. Oh, okay, yeah, that was when I was in college already, too. What about Bad Girls Club? I'm curious about that, too. So season one... That came out in 07. Yeah, so I was definitely on it. (laughs) I remember, I mean, like, there are iconic moments with that, right? Um, What is it? I ain't get no sleep because of y'all. I ain't get no sleep because of me, right? I be doing that to my cats. (laughs) (laughs) Piss me off. Um, I remember Natalie Nunn getting red to filth for her chin. Um. Her behavior was, I tried to rewatch it because, you know, like I said, I'd be watching baddies and I was like, oh, she's just the worst. Ew. Is she? Yeah. But she was like executive producing and stuff. Oh, that's what I wanted to touch on. Cause you said something about Jocelyn. You know, I think that what the big issue with those shows actually being positive is the fact that the people that are executive producers are also on the show and trying to assert like their dominance. And so they be fighting too. So it's like, this isn't giving what you think it's giving because you think that you're here when really you're here and they're like here. (laughs) Like y'all are doing the same things. because I was watching, because she is baddie. She's on baddies. Like, she's in the house with them. She stirs up the shit and just be like. <laughs> Looking around. Yo, yo, we got to stop. We got to stop this. After you just told this bitch what this bitch said. You know, like. Mm. And so it's like, you could, like, take these girls under your wing and try and tell them, like, hey, this is what I learned from my experiences on these shows. But no, it's like, what you going to do about that? You know, you need to get your lick back. <laughs> <laughs> no, straight up. Jocelyn does the same thing. And I know she like- and Jocelyn, she'll call them $2 hoes. <laughs> be the first one to be like, I'll tr- like, um, I kid you not. She was like, I'll take your ass back to the, straight to her, to the back violence. To the- but I distinctively remember watching Love and Hip Hop, and that was Stevie J's big thing, right? Yeah. That was his abusive thing to her. Is like, I'll just take you back to the club. Like, you ain't shit without me. Mm-hmm. Right. And to then see her perpetuate that same thing 
back, I just, all that is, is just vicious cycles. Right. Um, when she is now in a position to really make a difference. Yeah. 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 But then it's also back to it being Zeus because Zeus is so raggedy, you know? And I would, I was looking at the whole library because I thought that it was just like these baddie shows and um, Jocelyn and I was like, okay, they have like other shows. I was like, really? When I was on there, it was only like five options. No, they have a lot of options. The options ain't great <laughs> at all. <laughs> like they gave anybody that was had any sort of clout a show on there. So like Okay. Don Benjamin had a shirt, had a show of him without a shirt on, cooking with random people. Like, it was just like, that they gave anyone. That doesn't seem safe. You must not have been frying anything. <laughs> well, no, it did not go far. <laughs> and it was like eight minutes long, so well, yeah. they knew it wasn't given, but you know, the thing that really concerns me about it is that the fact that there are so many kids with access to it, watching it and learning behaviors from that. I mean, yeah, just, and, and even Jocelyn's cabaret, right? Like breaking down the strip club industry and things like that. And kids are just tuned in. Yeah. Do you, also, oh, sorry. <laughs> Do you find any of your students aspiring to those lifestyles or, or to be on one of those shows? Yes, I've had a student tell me, like, yeah, I want to be on Baddies. And I was like, mm, let's sit down and talk about that. Mm. Why? <laughs> <laughs> okay. What is it that you want to do? Yeah. You know? Um, but for a lot of kids, like, they don't see too many other options for them. And so it's like, oh, all they're doing is smoking, drinking, turning up. Like, I, I could do that. I want to do that. Right. The party keeps going. Chile. Chile. Yeah. 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 A lot of sources, uh, especially if you, you know, Google why reality TV is so addictive, things like that. A lot of sources are going to compare it to using drugs. Uh, really? The, the excitement that we get from uh, watching these shows, the anticipation mm -hmm. of, of these shows are akin to being addicted to a drug. Uh, hmm. What it all boils down to is that dopamine, the hormone that makes us feel good, is ultimately released into our brains when we're watching these shows. Uh, some of them give us a sense of, of safety, right? Like, whew, girl, I know, like I watched Survivor. I started watching Survivor over the pandemic. And so like, that makes me feel safe, right? My best friend, she got me into the show. She would, she would do it. I'm not going out there. Mm -hmm. I, I need plumbing and I don't like my hands and feet to be wet and, and just cold. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's an immediate no for me. Like I know myself, you know, it's a firm one. Yeah. And I, I am kicking the habit of biting my nails 
So like having the dirt and stuff constantly under your nail, like that's going to be a problem for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, no, no, <laughs> no. But there are certain shows and reasons we watch that uh, make us feel safe. Uh, I would relate it more to wanting to escape reality rather mm-hmm. than addicted. Uh, a lot of us just have a lot of shit going on and it's nice to just kick on something for an hour, hour and a half and just block it out. Right. Drag Race does that for me. Oh my God. I love Drag Race. Yeah, I could be in a bad mood. I can put on any, it's just certain seasons, right? And it's just like, mm-hmm. put that on, let it play. It could be playing in the background and it's just, you know, it just makes me feel good. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely can relate to that. And I think also in terms of reality shows, that is one of my favorite ones just because you get to know the queens and see like how far they've come and the things that they've gone through and show up and show out. And so it just really does inspire me. Um, I love it. I love it. I haven't caught up on this current season, but I definitely love it. Um, Also, the Netflix uh, reality TV shows, The Circle. I love The Circle. I haven't watched The Circle. I've watched Love is Blind. I haven't watched The Circle. Is that the one where they have to deceive each other? You're not, so it's not necessarily deceiving each other. It's just like having a social media presence, living in a house, like in a apartment by yourself. And the only interaction that you have is through the screen of the social media thing. So the whole point is to become the influencer, which means like you're like the most liked. Um, But I really like it because people are connecting and forming connections with people that they don't even know if they're who they say they are. Um, And then you also see a lot of growth and things like that. So I really like the circle. It do get spicy because it's people, you know, there's always going to be some element of drama but I do like it and it's not as messy as like Potomac where <laughs> where it's just a lot at once. Can we talk about the housewives? What are your franchises? So mine are Atlanta and Potomac. That's all I watch. Black. <laughs> Black everything. I will dabble in, same for me, Potomac and Atlanta. Um, Atlanta's my number one. I've been watching that mm-hmm. since near the first season. Right. Um, I will dabble into New Jersey just because Teresa, that prostitution. Uh, you know, you know, I still quote that. Um, and then over the pandemic, I checked out Beverly Hills. Don't get me wrong, they... I mean, it's just, you know, white women problems. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, what new Fendi bag to get this week? Uh, but yeah, they um, more money, more problems for them over there. I'll tell you that. I believe it. <laughs> but Potomac just ended. So are you caught up with that? 
I'm not caught up with it, but I will make an effort to watch it. Okay. I will say this. It's not too much of a spoiler, but colorism is an ongoing issue with the cast of Potomac. Mm -hmm. But that's not surprising. Right, right. But that's been an issue of theirs since the first season, if I'm not mistaken. Um, Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean, that area, from what I hear, because my cousin recently moved there, um, that area subscribes to, like, light is right. And um, I can see that. So, and my cousin is not even like dark skin, but she is experiencing colorism and different treatment based on her skin tone versus others. Um, And so it's reality, right? Yeah. Not cool at all because ain't nobody better than anybody. Definitely. And I don't know what, because also that was brought up on uh, Basketball Wives. But the girl who brought that up, it was like, nah, bitch, you, they don't like you. <laughs> I was shut down immediately. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, no. You're just a mess, so right. sorry. It's not uh, sweetie. Right. Do you ever find yourself like acting differently after watching a lot of reality TV? No, but I do do that when I leave a good movie. I'll be real quick to like karate chop somebody if that's what they were doing in the movie and stuff. <laughs> or acting dramatic afterwards. But not reality TV. No. I've noticed like an energy change. So okay. like I said, when I was watching Potomac, I was no, not Potomac, married to medicine. Okay. I was binging that and the first couple of seasons are just like they always fighting, they always cussing, they always yelling at each other, like it it's aggressive. Um, and I noticed myself like feeling more anxious and like on edge after binge watching it. And so I was like, you know, maybe I should just keep this at like a one to two episode max kind of thing. Um, but I want to just encourage other people to make sure that you are mixing up what you're watching so that you're not only watching reality TV because Sometimes some of the messaging and things that we are watching and that can be harmful for us and we may not notice it right then and there, but maybe after the fact. So just making sure that you are adding in a little Abbott Elementary, you know, something something lighthearted as well, because all that reality TV can be a little bit much for me. Yes don't reality TV go to bed. Just like watching a scary movie, right? Put something lighthearted on between watching- Immediately after. (laughs) (laughs) Actually with caution. I will say um, to piggyback off of that, I can probably only watch maybe one or, not even currently, years past. Can't tell you when the last 
time exactly, but I like Kardashians. They, oh my gosh. They just, <sighs> that's not something I could binge watch at any point. Um, like it's just, yeah. And the older I get, the more I see through the facade. And um, yeah, and it's just, it, it's not something that uh, I currently watch, but in the past I did. And that was something you had to take like one, maybe two episodes at a time. Cause it's just so, you know, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And they're just like making big deals out of nothing. Mostly. And nothing. they're just like talking like this the whole time. I mean, can you literally not? I just, I don't understand why she was so rude to me. Like yeah. I did nothing. <laughs> and it's just like, bitch, Wake up! Like, <laughs> wake up! What's happening? That I checked out for with that show was when Rob, you could clearly see, and again, people with psych backgrounds watching reality TV, right? We do this to ourselves. But you could Ooh. literally see, and what Robert Kardashian was, was saying was that him and his dad had a plan for him to college. And then his dad died, I think before, I guess before he started college. So he finishes college and he doesn't have the next step. And, right. and instead of, and I can't, you know, again, this is just what we're seeing, right? But instead of like taking him under a wing and putting him on a path, getting him grief counseling and helping a process like this huge thing that's going on, it right. perceived as he doesn't fit into the family niche. And so, you know, here's your, I don't want to say hush money because what that's implied, you know, right. but hush money is in the way of like, you're taken care of, you know, you can do the bare minimum, you know. You can just exist. Thrive, exist, right. right, while the rest of us thrive. And that is something like that. For me, I checked out at that point because it was so clear and blatant. And um, to name your platform, given off of your, for the girls, their, for the women, their, their maiden name, their maiden name. But right. he, is a, he is the Kardashian. Like, right. if it wasn't for him, <laughs> the name wouldn't still go on. So right. we leaving him by the wayside on top of it's your baby brother. And I have younger brothers. And so I, you know what I mean? I, I can't see myself leaving them behind. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that also they seem to profit off of just the girls. 100%. Yeah. And so they do tend to just, from what it looks like yeah, on the outside looking at you know, because I have no idea what these people do in their day-to-day -day lives, nor do I care. Um, and I can note that it is harmful to see all this effort and energy given to all your siblings and seemingly none for you. Yeah, seemingly. Um, I will also say that vanity, if you are caught up in the Kardashian cycle, more power to you for keeping up with it this long. <laughs> vanity is 
is the key thing there. Um, mm-hmm. It's, and I'm, I'm just going to leave it on this. It feels, and it seems exhausting to care what people think about you that much. It seems mm-hmm. exhausting, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, I'm on the opposite side of the, of the spectrum in a lot, a lot of ways, but it's, I'm, it seems exhausting. <laughs> I'm exhausted watching y'all. Right. Exhausted. <laughs> right. And then also the people that are so addicted that they have like these fan sites, Instagrams, Twitters, things like that. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Go to therapy. Yes. That was Seek not a therapy. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no, for real. Damn. Yeah. That that could be a whole another episode is like diving mm-hmm. in on the tropes and like breaking down. You know what I mean? This is what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, what do we think about social experiments? Do you watch any of those? Oh, so like Love is Blind, Married at First Sight. Yes. Okay, let me finish my truly for this. (laughs) I'll start. So I got into Love is Blind. My stepsister and I, even at one point when they came to- That was during 2020, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, They did like a Houston thing and my stepsister and I were like, we should just sign up just for the fuck of it. And- uh, (laughs) Ah, your face. (laughs) Oh my God. And so of course we did. And uh, because it's COVID, right? You know, what we all doing. And then my dad baking bread talking noise about us. Because our whole thing was like, of course we weren't gonna get picked, right? First off, we're black women, they don't really pick a lot of us anyway. Right. They only watch, you know, one, maybe two on the show. But we just thought it was so funny of like how ironic would it be if they did pick us and like got all this going on in one family, right? Right. That would be some good TV. Um, and then like the whole time just have my dad at the back. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah. And then of course he was like, y'all are crazy for doing that. And you know, um, and yeah. And then love at first sight or love is blind. What's the difference? Married at first sight is the one where you get married and that's the yeah. first time that you see or the person. Is, this is a right. That's the first that. time, which like, fuck no. Yes. Because literally the only um, relative that you get to choose is your spouse. Mm. Why would you just leave that to just motherfuckers on Netflix? I mean, on Lifetime. No, straight up. And all they're doing are like compatibility assessments. Um, And that's, I mean, I'm fairly certain that that's it. There's probably a background check, a compatibility assessment, and like who's going to match the aesthetic of the show. Mm -hmm. And that's it. You are legally married to a complete stranger. And you can't annul the shit. Crazy. You can't. I think at the end, decision day, you can say, like, if you want to continue or if you want to. But does it. But it's like, to get a. Like, no, that's too extreme. It's too extreme. 
for me personally. Um, I had to actually stop watching that one. I did too. Uh, Married at First Sight after um, I didn't even finish that season. It was like, I don't know, just I couldn't do it. Last one um, I was New Orleans because it had like two or three black couples. New Orleans was the one with uh, Ma- Amaya, what's her name? Amani. Yeah, that sounds right. Amani and uh, damn, the brain know. ain't braining. No, I just know there were two. I think there was two black. It was Karen, black. right? It was Karen and nigga. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not the nigga one, nigga two, nigga one, nigga two. Um, I liked that season though because those couples. It was a challenge, but mm-hmm. they got it together and they looked good. And, yeah. you know, um, I think it was the season after that that I was like, Yeah, peace out. Y'all need to wrap it up. Oh, and that's what I was going to bring up is that these, like, that one has a therapist on it. Yes. Meredith First Sight does have therapists involved. They need a black one. Um, black woman, because they do have a black man. And he's like, a pastor. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not him. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that could be biased in some regards. Yeah. Not him. Um, but Love is Blind is the one on Netflix where you're talking to someone through the wall. Okay. You don't know what they look like until you say, yes, I will marry you. And then you get to meet them and... And curve them or not. (laughs) Yeah. Because I've seen them curve them after they meet. The first... The first season was so dramatic. So dramatic. Um, But yeah, again, that's something else that I would never do. (laughs) <laughs> because I'm not going to say that I can say yes to you and I have no idea what you look like. Like you can tell me anything. And that's what I want people to understand. People do say anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's the actions that matter. And so if I can't be there to feel the actions, to see how I feel when you walk up, like mm-hmm. it's not given. I'm going to say yes to commit in my life with you that's a big one go, go to the- <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing this sweatshirt to work this week Damn. so that I can one advocate for the students to get therapy but two gently nudge those adults because mm. they boy do they need it um, but I do think that a lot of these shows could be a lot better if they did have therapists on hand. So like Bad Girls Club, they did end up bringing a coach, I believe, who was doing like anger, a life coach. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> she said, ciao. Um, but I do think that that would make a difference in 
like what's happening. So like Jocelyn's cabaret, let's say Jocelyn had a therapist, you know, <laughs> and, and she found out, hey, maybe you shouldn't try to motivate people by calling them to Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> or telling them that you'll whoop they ass. Like, you know, we can find some more positive reinforcements. Yeah. Reinforcements and ways to connect. Yeah. To connect in a healthy and appropriate manner, you know? Yeah. Um I would love to be a therapist to these reality people because they need to <laughs> go to therapy. Yeah. But we always see the same, if you notice a lot of, the, especially the Housewives franchises, it's the same guy that is the therapist to all of them. And mm. one, I feel like that's, there's some bias in there, right? You can't be everybody mm -hmm. this on every show. Right. Um, but two, like, <laughs> not help navigate this bullshit. Um, right. And let it be someone, shout out, like, it, honestly, let it be someone like America, right? This mm -hmm. will like, call you on your shit. <laughs> it right. 100 with you. Yeah. 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 Definitely. <laughs> you said start a what? Agency for that. Right. I want to figure it out, honey, because I could be of assistance to a lot of these people. <sighs> Girl. Yes. Um, but I do just kind of want to remind everyone, like I said, to make sure that you are checking in on your diet. And your diet is not only what you're eating, but what you're consuming, what you're watching, who you're following and things like that. Um, if you feel yourself getting like frustrated when you see people's posts, like feel free to mute and follow Let's not give it so much energy and power. Like, let's just do what it do. And it is protecting your peace. So um, when it comes to reality TV, remember that it's not real. <laughs> like, they are telling these people, hey, you're going to this lunch here and then that person that they fucking hate walks in yeah it's a setup it, it is <laughs> and so i want you to think about the ways that you can alleviate some of that um negativity that may come up with you wanting to like confront people and be on top of them and things like that like what you see in reality tv does not have to impact you in that sense. Yeah. The piggyback of that, quick before we close it, I just want to say there are also other ways that you can escape your reality. It doesn't have to be with reality TV. Go it could it. be reading. It could definitely like a hundred percent go read a book, especially like a good murder mystery if you're into mm -hmm. that suspenseful. Um, mm -hmm. It's going to just ignite your imagination. You know, how many, when's the last time as an adult you've used your imagination? Think about that. Uh, if you play video games, use that as a means to just escape your reality in a healthy way. Mm -hmm. Set boundaries on those types of things as well. But uh, just get down to the root cause of it. If you need an escape, 
find other means, things that are mm-hmm. helpful, that are going to truly yeah. help you do that. <laughs> right. And that will help you to continue working for the life that you want, right? Because we can't say that we want this positive life and our only means of entertainment is watching the most negative shit ever. It ain't gonna happen. So make sure you're checking in with yourself and saying like, what are some habits I may need to break, change, adjust, um, and just making those adjustments as you see fit. But I enjoyed the Jasmine show, you know, chit-chatting on reality TV and all that comes with it. Hopefully you all got something good out of this conversation. And I hope that you remember that you can drink a whole gallon of water a day. You can hit the gym for two hours a day. You can hit 12,000 steps a day. You can also go to, what were you doing? Reformer Pilates? I sure the fuck was for $250 a month. For $250 a month. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So go on ahead and seek therapy. Do it. Do it. Seek therapy. And also, just one, last, oh, sorry. just one last shout out to America who is taking a restful Sunday. Yes. He is doing the damn thing. Sending, <laughs> right. Sending all the love to our girl America and to y'all. And we will see y'all next week. Bye. Bye. <laughs>